0: Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, write this phone number down. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand-new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver. 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Yeah, I know you got your news today. This we are here for the news, right? I mean, they haven't heard the news in a month. That's because you truckers are news starved right it's now. It's because, because of you. you
1: deleted my other news. I, no, I did not
0: purposely delete your news. It well, was, you did it. You <laughs> was, I told you, audacity crashed. Every time I tell you that the audacity crashed, you say I deleted it. I didn't delete it. I'm telling
1: you. If 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 editing would have had it done properly, it wouldn't have gotten deleted because it would have been saved. Okay, so, so, so somewhere along the
0: line, it's my fault. Right.
1: Of course. All right. <laughs> it's not mine. All right. <laughs> I did my job.
0: Well, speaking of jobs, what do you got today for everybody in
1: trucking? Everybody knows that Prime had the lawsuit from the drivers for misclassifying them as independent truckers instead of being company drivers, right?
0: Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Well, Swift got in it, too. So now, Swift and they get jealous. Well, you know, you know how Swift is. Sometimes they can be jelly. So they have a hundred million dollar settlement for drivers that if they worked for them all the way back until 1999 until January of this year, if they work for them and they're an independent driver. That was leasing through interstate equipment leasing, they can end up qualifying for being part of this lawsuit and receiving some kind of benefits back for being misqualified as an independent driver instead of a lease.
0: Do you know what it's even all about? I mean,
1: did I just say that? Misqualified, misclassified, misclassified rather, right? As and
0: they were, these guys were independents,
1: no, they really weren't completely independent. Okay, And that's what the misclassification. Misclassification. Yeah. What that was for was because they were having them classified as an independent driver and taking care of everything independently when they really weren't completely independent, just like a prime was. So what happened was is they're taking extra expenses and stuff out of these drivers pay and they weren't they weren't supposed to take as much out because they really weren't independent they were still company based but they were leasing i guess the way the, class, the the way the the contracts read so just like prime when they got sued for having that same incident swift now is the same thing i don't know if swift you know who started it cuz it actually doesn't say who actually prompted the lawsuit but mm-hmm. it said that they're part of it now to where they can get you know the drivers back from 1999 until now in january of 2019 if they worked for them anytime in that meantime and they were leasing through interstate equipment leasing that they can actually be qualified for this
0: so so it sounds more like they were calling them one thing but treating them like a mix of both correct okay so more or less so and, and really like i mean i i actually at first i'm going so is there like a You know, everybody jumping on a bandwagon, is this people just trying to sue? But now, you know, the more I hear about it, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're going to call a guy an independent contractor, treat him like an owner-operator. You know, I'll tell you something. This is the truth. You look at leasing versus real mm owner-operators, you know? and it's a it's a world of difference. it really is from overhead to uh you know cost and and the way things work mm-hmm. um and i'm not I'm not saying either is wrong. I'm just saying well when, no, you, when you if you're going to call somebody truly an owner operator, treat them like a real owner operator. don't have them under under company rules i mean I shouldn't say rules but company other that's things that are classified as a company.
1: Here's the thing. When you are an owner-operator, there's certain, like you said, overhead, there's expenses that you take on as an owner-operator. As a lease purchaser, those expenses are not always the same. So if you're going to come in as an owner-operator, and especially if you're one that's experienced as an owner-operator, you know what you need to do. As a lease purchaser, and you're coming on as a lease purchaser, there's certain things that you you know, you wouldn't expect to have to even take care of. And if that's what the case is, then you need to know right walking in the door which exactly you're going to be doing. Some of them don't know that, especially someone that's brand new and they're trying to lease purchase out to start before they go to owner operating. You need to know exactly what you're walking into. And evidently with Swift and like with Prime, that wasn't the case with these two companies. And it sounds like
0: in the end it was it was advantage company, mm-hmm. you know, and again, I'm not here to put down the drivers or the companies themselves. Every, you know, obviously people, people got to understand when you're in business or you're a truck driver, your number one. Normally your number one interest is yourself. Okay. If you're the company, you if know, you're
1: working your interest is for yourself because uh, you're working for that money. Right. And if you're a company, your interest is your company.
0: You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Obviously. So, Somewhere along the line, it sounds like they, you know, misclassified. Mm-hmm. Ended up making probably more money. That's why it's mm-hmm. being given back out. Right. And you know what? In the end, it, you know, it, 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 in all fairness, if if it, if the law cited. With the drivers, then, hey, all
1: all is fair, right? right. And, and uh, it is what it is. Bottom line is if you do the job and you do it the way you're supposed to, you should be paid for it whatever way it's supposed to be done. Right, whatever and your title is. And that's is. exactly what's going on here is they're finally getting paid for what they were actually contracted to do. Right, their title. Right. They're actually now getting paid for what their title said. Exactly. I know there was a big stink
0: in California with... Uh, uh, With all that with uh, hourly rates. Oh,
1: yeah, with the dock. Uh, What was it that the... Dock workers mm -hmm. and
0: everything. So, you know, it's a lot that's out there and a lot to be chewed up and Mm -hmm. and digested. But it sounds like in the end here, the, the truckers... Are uh, gonna receive compensation for what they long have deserved.
1: It says it in a Bible: Pay the man what, a, what pay the labor what the laborers do. That's actually a good quote. It says, "Pay the laborer. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> if 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 it says pay them for what they what they did, you pay, pay him your, for what they did. Pay
0: your worker. That's yeah. just the bottom line. If if somebody does a job for you, you know that's what a lot of people have a problem with with pride and and this. Now I'm gonna tell you something about there's there's trucking companies out there that will keep escrows. When a driver leaves.
1: Yeah, that's that's so wrong because well, the, they still earn that money.
0: I couldn't tell you. Now, I'm not saying every trucking company does this because there's a lot of really good trucking companies out there that go by the book and, and wouldn't screw a guy out of a penny. But there's also on the other side of the coin a bunch that will screw you out of more than one penny. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to so many lease operators and they're so used to being screwed. A lot of the lease guys. yeah, it, They get burned. Well, I'll tell you how used to being screwed they are. You'll you'll be talking to them and they'll be like, yeah, I'm leaving my company. Um, uh, they owe me twenty three hundred dollars in escrow. I'll never see that. You know, they they always say that I'll never see that. And a lot of times they're right. They don't. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest with you, someday if you're a trucking company out there holding back money of a a laboring trucker and enough of them get together, someday you're going to go to court and you're going to, be, you're going to incur lawyer fees, lawsuits, and you're going to have to pay that compensation back. So why not just keep your, your books right and, and pay the guy uh, what's due? Keep your yay, yay. There it is. Okay. Well, let's move on. What do you get? What else? Blah. Yeah? Should I go, should sure. I edit, should I edit that?
1: I got that. No, no, don't you dare edit that. You keep all my flobbers in there.
0: Yeah. Go ahead. What, what, what else you got?
1: Okay. Um, there's a driver. He's been driving for 35 years, right? His name is Joe. He's out of Michigan.
0: Joe the driver.
1: Joe the driver. And here's, here's what I commend on him. See, he got pulled over by a trooper, right, in Indiana because... The dri- the the trooper says he didn't have his seatbelt on, right? But well, this right. guy's got a, a a spotless driving record.
0: Did he have a seatbelt on?
1: Yes. So here's what he did because he's one of these inboard d- camera. Yeah. Awesome. Shut up.
0: Ah. <laughs> Shut. Up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna get yelled at for cutting you off again.
1: <laughs> so because he's got an unblemished record and he takes his commercial license very seriously and he doesn't want a CSA to get at all a little dot on it which is good, right? He went and asked his company, who he drives for his Decker, and said, hey, listen, because I didn't push my little button to record the 10 seconds before and after when I got pulled over, can you research it and see if there's a way we can get that information? Well, they were able to get a hold of the company, it was a smart drive, and ask them to research back and see if there's a way that they can get that. Well, lots of researching later. They found the clip that he needed to prove he had it—the whole record of ooh, the whole record of him getting um, pulled over—and he took it to court, which he drove like two and a half, three hours away to go and take it to court. Won that, got it taken off of his license and um, his CSA report. Now the bottom line is this: this that the company says that. You know, a lot of drivers don't <clears throat> think about how that benefits them by having these inboard cameras where this right here proves yeah. that, you know, if you think about it, how many times do you wish you had your camera going during little things, you know? Oh, yeah. This, this is where it proves... Once again, that the inboard cameras is more beneficial than it is now they he did say, you know, during the, the review that he didn't realize he was doing one thing that he should improve on in his driving. And he says, you know, just like with any other human, when we get something shown to us and it's not just being told to us, but we can physically see our actions It benefits us of of saying, Yeah, I really need to change that. Well, that was one of his incidences. I guess he was, when he'd go to pass, he would get too close to the car in front of him before he would go to pass.
0: Yeah, I'd say that's something you should change.
1: And he says, You know, I didn't realize how close I was going before I would pull out the pass. He said, I should be more patient and pass, you know, a little bit more ahead so that I'm not cutting close to the car in front of me. So that was, that's the only thing he said that he noticed, you know, that was pointed out to him. So yeah, when you do a review, it could do that, but if you're a driver that takes your CDO really serious and your professionalism serious, you'd say, just like Joe here, yeah, that's something I should really improve on because it could save me later. You know, it wouldn't hurt you.
0: Well, here's the thing, and, and you actually that's a valid point and idea if, you know, any trucking company and by the way, there are so many trucking companies that ride into us. Um, so for all you trucking companies that are listening and you have the onboard cameras, that's a great idea for safety reviews. Mm-hmm. You know, when you got a couple drivers I know that would be time consuming, but if you have a couple drivers coming up, wouldn't that be awesome to have a driver sit down and go, Hey, listen, we're just doing a review. Here's some of the habits that we picked out on you. I mean, personally, I mean just imagine if you could just see yourself when you are making mistakes. Wouldn't we want to correct that? That's yeah. a great idea. You know, I was talking to a driver the other day and he was talking about onboard cameras. He said, man, so many trucking companies now have them. Mm-hmm. And I, and he started naming some of them big companies. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize all these companies have them. And I guess that's really going to be the way of the future, whether you like it or not. And this guy was like, look, man, I will not drive basically having, seen so he said, that's an invasion of privacy. And he brought up a couple of valid points. He said, Nobody needs to hear my private conversation while I'm going down the road with my wife. So, that's a valid point. You're driving down there now you are on company time. But when you think about it, is it it's really borderline between an invasion of privacy and and you know, a company's right to monitor the inside of that truck for their insurance and their business. It becomes really a borderline argument and both sides have valid, valid reasons for having them and for not having them. But when you think about the driver's point of view, and I've had, there's a, there's a guy that wrote into us a while ago. We, we never got back to him and I may get back to him to bring him on. He's an expert on these onboard cameras. And he said, you cannot watch people going down the road. Um, but of course, if I'm a driver and there's a camera pointing at me and you just say you were with me. Now every time you change or you're in the back bunk, you need to have the curtain pulled. The curtain pulled and everything, which is really, you know, now it's it's, you know, that really becomes your house that truck, but at the same time it's company property. See the see the different sides there.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then like like he he brought out if I'm driving down the road and I'm on the phone, say I'm driving down the road and I'm talking to you and our conversation is a little hot, you know, or maybe we're arguing. Whatever the case is, it's between you and I. And and th- I thought, out of every argument that I've heard on the driver's side, I thought that was a really great point. Well, if, it is. If, if nobody has the right to listen in,
1: that's like wiretapping almost. I was, I was just going to say, it's like you having your phone tapped.
0: Right. It's, it's so, Does does a company have the right, and again, I would really like to know, can they watch you can they hey this guy's got a hot wife let's let's tr- let's check in on driver tim he's got a uh, bunny with him and every all the guys think she's hot we'll check in and see if we can catch her with her in her 90 or something i'm serious that's what do you think truckers think that's exactly what they're thinking I if i got course. my wife with me are you guys when i'm in the truck stop and my wife's in her in her little 90, are you guys checking her out? Honestly and truly, what do you think 99% of these guys are thinking?
1: No, I I would agree. I mean, heck, even the women would think that. You know, they'd be feeling really invaded on their personal, you know, behaviors. But here's the thing. If you're driving down the road, Now, we already know you shouldn't be holding your cell phone and you have to be on Bluetooth. But what is the regulations when it comes to that? You're a professional driver. Should you be on the phone? And here's the thing. I mean, we all do it. And having a conversation with your wife or your spouse or whatever the case might be, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you get in a heated argument or a heated conversation.
0: Mm, You mean hot conversation. Because no. you're smiling when you say that.
1: Well, it's because the looks you keep giving me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do either one of them, then your mind's not staying on the road. You're not thinking of the road. If you're getting in an argument with me over bills, right, right. or whatever the case might be, if you're what if I get into an argument with my dispatcher, then it's his fault. <laughs> well, the point. The, the point is you no. Know, the, the the either way. Uh huh. Here's the thing, you're getting in an argument, and instead of paying attention to the road, you're getting irritated, and you're not concentrating on your driving as much as you are now on the conversation. So there is a really fine line on those conversations and what it should be. Now, I think that, you know, you just got to watch what what the classification would be on your phone time. I think, though, that they need to figure out, you know, you don't want the camera to be off all the time when you're in the bunk, especially, you know, if you're, you know, because that's what's going to help save you if there was an accident. You know, if you're being a good person driving, you know, that's what the person, that's the reason for having them going while you're driving is to save you while you're driving down the road. But
0: this th- is why I have you on because I need somebody that has the dinghy side of thinking. I mean, I'm sorry, a different side of thinking. The D- D- D, dinghy different. It's it, That's where I messed up. Anyways, everything. I don't believe that protecting the company from me being in an argument while I'm on my Bluetooth going down the road, I don't really think that that... That's not what I said. Sounds... I mean, so, you know, so if a camera's watching me and I'm in an argument and that's taking my mind off the road, honestly and truly... Are you going to say that doesn't happen? Um, I guarantee Wait. you that it happens, but I don't okay. know that my mind would be off the road when I'm arguing. While I, I'm I've witnessed the road.
1: you driving down the road getting in a, in a in a heated discussion on 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 the phone or even with me and you're cutting people off them because you're irritated. Yeah,
0: but I'm precisely cutting them off. I'm not I'm not distracted.
1: Guys and gals, our car has sensors in it. When you get too close to a vehicle when you're trying to go one way or the other, it goes ding. ding Right. So when you put your turn signal on to get over that's if he uses it or anybody uses it, when you put the turn signal on to get uh, and past someone, right. if you're too close to them and they're in your, your vehicle's space, it goes ding 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 ding.
0: Right, exactly. But you don't understand. And if you just, don't
1: break and it gets close, it goes Yeah,
0: but you don't <laughs> what you're not understanding is when you put that turn signal on, just because you're beside somebody and it does the ding a ling a ling, okay? If, if if you would come over at that point, you would be hitting somebody. So there's... Obvi- no,
1: it just means that you're getting too close no, to it, them. No. Yes, it no,
0: does. No, it does not. it, it does not. It, that thing gives you a ding-a-ling-a-ling when you're beside somebody. Okay, it, the the... Uh, the our, the right mirror lights up. I'm just telling you that it does. Actually,
1: the right and and and, and right,
0: the and the left.
1: But it's not telling blinks.
0: you you're too close. It's just and telling it, you that no, you it does. You, it's telling you somebody's beside you. See,
1: that's how much he doesn't even pay attention to his own vehicle. <laughs> it, it, it
0: tells you that someone's beside you because you have your turn signal on. It doesn't
1: say they're directly beside you. It says that they're cut, that they're passing you. Okay, well, you know, we'll we'll, we'll have on. to show this to him now.
0: Okay, whatever. Right, and so bottom line is. Listen, bottom line is, going down the road, so now you're going to tell somebody you can't be on the phone and get into an argument with somebody. I mean, it's it, how much restriction do you want to put on these drivers?
1: I'm not saying that there should be any restriction, but what I'm saying, though, is if you're going down the road and you're on a conversation, you get in a heated argument or right. a heated conversation, mm-hmm. and you're going to lose focus, you either have to stop that conversation and say, hey, we need to pick this up at another time, or... You're gonna to have to pull over or do something that way, but you can't. You can't sit there and get in a. If you're a person that can't handle it,
0: okay. Are you saying that these? This is a good cause for onboard cameras to the fact that they should be able to say, "Oh, look, he's arguing," you know, with his wife or his friend or whoever he's on the phone with. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, this I don't is think what, the
1: company has a right to hear any of it.
0: This is what this driver was saying. He was saying, "Look." And I'm just all I'm trying to do is be neutral here. I'm not vying for either. I'm telling you, on the driver's point of view, this is the way they think. No one should be able to hear me flirting with my wife or talking, you know, our little ways we talk to each other, and or if I'm in an argument with her or whatever the case is. His his argument was that's not right, or the fact that maybe they can see my wife in an un, you know, compromising way. Uh, maybe just okay. w- whatever the case is. This is. I'm just again. Now look, I see that you're all getting ready to argue it, but I'm just telling you that I'm no, just giving kidding. you a point of view that someone. And I me. do
1: now. Let me ask you this: If a person's in an office, are they allowed to be on the phone with their their family? No. Okay. What's the difference if the truck is your office and you're driving down the road? What's the difference? So now
0: you're saying truckers shouldn't be on the phone with their wife? Is that what you just said? No,
1: I'm That's just what, it sounds like. what I'm saying. Is if you want to have a conversation to the extent where it's one way or the other, where it's not just a, a hi, how you doing conversation, if it's going to be something where you're going to discuss personal stuff, like really personal stuff, don't do it in, in with when the camera could be recording you, so that that's not gonna you know be involved.
0: Yeah, I don't think truckers think that that way you're saying that. You know, okay, so I can't, I got to wait till I'm on my break to talk to my wife and the camera's off, you know, blah, blah, blah. I I just, I I can actually, again, I'm not trying to side with or without.
1: Same here. I'm not trying to side with or out. I'm just trying to play the advocate on both ends. And I'm not like, I want to stick up for the company. I'd rather stick up for the driver, but I don't want to see the driver condemned either because he's doing that.
0: Right. No. And and look, uh, again, if, and, and I'll give you my personal opinion, I don't. Particularly like the cameras, but like you said in the beginning, with this driver, they were able to prove he had a seatbelt on, and the, and the cop that was lying, okay, didn't get to write another ticket. and I hope the judge actually reprimanded the cop for that. You know, uh, you know that's how people get shot. You know, because oh, I thought he had a gun, and I'm, and again, I'm not against no, cops either because we have cops in our family. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, look, when it comes to a man that's out there driving for a living. And you're going to pull him over and give him a ticket, especially after he probably told the cop, hey, listen, I have never had a ticket in my life. Is there any way you can at least run my record and say, hey, give this guy a break? Even And, and look, I'm telling you, I didn't have the, the, the seatbelt. And to me, that was just a cop that was wanting to give that guy a ticket no matter what. And he made that up. Obviously, he made that up. So, you know, that was a good point. That was a great reason to have the onboard camera. And we've talked to many companies lately where there has been drivers really exonerated, okay, or um, justified because of the onboard
1: camera. Right, it's helped them where, yeah. where you had the person that pulled over in front, you know, you, you see them all the time, the ones that, that do that last minute, you know, I'm going to cut the driver off. And, and they want to blame the trucker for not paying attention, where it shows the driver was paying attention. It was just that the car pulled off, pulled over so quickly that there was no time to stop. You know, that kind of situations or, you know, it, it, it happens all the time where it can go both ways.
0: I have a suggestion. Hmm. I'm serious. This is a serious suggestion. Okay. You know how I solved the ELD problems, but they haven't taken my orders yet? Yeah. To where I say, look, keep ELDs. Just make... The driver in charge of, you know, clocking in and clocking out. The 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 satellite will keep track. There's no lying; you can't lie about it. And blah blah blah. Right. Well, if you took these onboard cameras and said, "Look, we're not going to make them live to where somebody can be viewing them. We're going to make them. We're going to make the technology so good. Onboard camera recording the driver. The driver will have the ability to go. Look, man, I was in a conversation for an hour with my wife and. And uh, you know we were talking it up, and I don't want them to hear it. I don't get to erase that. But if there is a swift movement, any kind of a of uh, jolt for that camera to cause a recording, guess what? That could not be erased. I'm sure that they can they can make that. Ca- now, I'm sure a, they could. I know that it's a great idea. Just have the driver be able to, as long as there's no evasive action or sudden stop or anything to cause that camera to think that there's something going on should be able to erase the entire thing. What do you think of that?
1: I think it's a good idea. I do. I like that a lot better.
0: And hey, I wanted to just mention something else about the ELDs. I was talking to somebody the other day. Actually, I was talking to a couple people, right? Mm-hmm. He had told me he, he drives for uh, a small trucking company and they have an app called uh, Keep Trucking. Mm-hmm. And another company has another one. I forget what it's called. And he said they're really easy to, I mean, and everybody knows this. They're easy to fix. Some companies back them up or give the driver new hours and blah, blah, blah. But then I was talking to a trucking company and he said, let me tell you something. Yes, you can do that. But he said, here's what people don't know, no matter what. It's recorded. So keep keep trucking. Records it. Yes, keep trucking. The set. No matter. Even if you erase something and redo something, right? It still has like
1: a thumbprint. It, st- it's,
0: it's like it's like you think you erased pictures on the internet. You know yeah, how like computer. Per- perverts get caught, or when they say the only way to really get rid of it is burn your computer. And even so, there may be a record somewhere else stored.
1: You know what I mean? Nowadays with all, with with all cloud. the cloud and stuff. Yeah. Right.
0: So, what people don't realize is, is DOT, when they come in to audit a company that's doing this, and for all you trucking companies out there going, I hey, don't be telling people about that. Well, oh, I'm sorry. That was my redneck trucker voice. Yeah. <laughs> by, the way, some, somebody, <laughs> by the way, somebody the other day said, Oh, Troy's going to use his redneck trucker voice <laughs> to make fun of us. But no, let me, let me go to a different voice. <clears throat> Hello, don't be telling people that. Hello. No, I'm serious. This is what what these oh, some of these might these companies might be thinking. Um, don't be mentioning this stuff on the pod. But let me tell you something. I'm kind of saving your butt because this this guy told me said specifically, you get an audit and you've been backing up logs or erasing. He said there's a print of that. DOT will have the ability to go in there. And see what you erased. And they see all these backing up of logs. And drivers driving double hours. Guess what? Now your ass is going to be screwed. And all you drivers that think you're getting away with it. Your ass is going to be screwed. You guys don't realize. You can't just erase this stuff. Mm -mm. It doesn't work that way. It just doesn't.
1: No. Because most of the time what happens is. Even though. You know you always hear about the company. That's owned by another company. So you have like say. Two or three companies that actually invested in one company. Right. So that company, like just say company one, who is... The mother? Well, I was going to say company one was the little guy and then okay. the mother was three. Oh, okay. But, you know, that's just my backwards... If I was the mother, I'd want to be one. Well, you know... Anyways, go ahead. Three might have recordings of everything that one and two do. Right. So one and two might delete their stuff, but mom has everything. Because they can't get into her databases. What you know about what I mean?
0: the apps itself, though? You know what I mean? Who, who's running those
1: apps... But the thing is, is those apps still might be owned by two different companies. You have the person that's designed them, but then you might have a person that bought that design. So you might have the designer having their base, and and they might run the day-to-day basics of it. And you could delete the day-to-day basics out of it, but mommy might have everything. Right. Because they own everything that deals with it. Or
0: maybe there's a cloud, or maybe there's going to come a point where maybe DOT has them... Tapped into where it's all going to them every yeah. every app out you, there. You don't know that you, you, you don't you don't. And this is what this guy was saying that some of these guys think they're getting away with it because they're you know you can get it off your screen and you can reset or do different things with it, but in the end there's a way. And and you remember it was uh, was it Apple or Google or Facebook or one of them? There was something to where. Oh, I think it was that shooting in California, and this guy had done stuff on his phone, but he couldn't get into it, and Apple fought, you know, his, you know keeping this guy's privacy, even though he was like a mass killer or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think in the end, the court said, no, you're going to open it, and so you guys out there with these ELDs, be careful. I mean it. It's, it, You know, it's. I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings, but what you think you're getting away with, I promise you. The, there's there is breadcrumbs <laughs>
1: and luminol or whatever you want to call it's, it's it being that, able to trace back. It's also a shame that in a society that we feel we have to keep being sneaky with different things. You know what I mean? Well, to get away with different things, whether it's because the DOT put so many restrictions on us that we can't just go and maintain and do a, a, our job the way we would like to do it. You right. know, and even if we are a person that was good, you know it's it's a shame that we can't just do those things that, you know, we've got so much restrictions on us that we just can't be a good parent without having people, you know, condemn us or do anything that way. But it's, it's a shame that we have to do these things or feel we have to do these things as a society instead of just going back to the way things were just nice and we, we ran things fine.
0: Well, you have another article uh, that I had sent you and I'm hoping that you bring that up about the, dri- the, dri- the driver really? that ran, and this would be going into your next story if you have it. The yeah, driver I'll go that, ahead and I'll pull that one up. The driver that ran into the, in, with the SUV this week, he ran into the back of a track trailer parked on an off-ramp at mm-hmm. a rest area. Mm-hmm. If you can read that, and we'll talk about it, but that really goes with what we're talking about here, because the cop is going to make a... Statement at just the end of that a dumb article. Statement. Well, he doesn't. No, I'm just telling you. They. This is how much people don't understand why what ELDs, the way the ELDs right now are set up, that they're bad. Okay. And so this cop is going to make a point for us at the end without even knowing it. So go ahead and okay. read that article. What happened? And we'll talk about it. You want me to read the whole article?
1: Sure. I mean, it's okay. it's
0: not that much. I don't think. Wait. Okay.
1: No, it's not. What's the title of it? SUV driver dies after hitting semi truck. Ruth. Park.
0: And I just wanted I just wanted to credit CDL Life because they're great people, and that's where I had found that article. Okay. So just credit CDL Life for that. Okay. And I'm going to backlink that on the website anyways.
1: Okay. SUV driver dies after hitting semi truck parked on rest stop ramp. A truck driver has been cited for illegal parking following a fatal crash involving a passenger vehicle at a rest area in Ohio. The crash happened at 9.30 a.m. on Wednesday, March 20th off northbound I-75 in Butler County, according to Cincinnati.com. Trooper says that 36-year-old Michigan-based semi-truck driver Michael Vosberg had parked on the left shoulder of an exit ramp leading into the rest area and was asleep inside the truck when an SUV driven by 39-year-old Faye Peter Nye left the marked portion of the exit ramp and rear-ended the parked semi. Nye? was pronounced dead at the scene Vosburg was not her Ohio trooper said Vosburg cited Vosburg for illegal parking fellow truck driver John Hall was on the scene of the crash and spoke to troopers on the scene about the legitimacy leg- legality of the parked semi-truck after, after witnessing the fatal crash scene Hall pled with drivers or pled with truckers to find safe parking please drivers it if if it say no parking try to find another resting place because you can wake up To a felony charge, he wrote, "Fossberg has not been issued any felony charges at this time." Now, here's where the uh, the quote that you're talking about. Right. We would always encourage commercial truck drivers to plan their driving hours so they can find an available rest area or truck stop for rest periods. For emergency purposes, stop stopping on a ramp is an option, but only if no signs are posted prohibiting parking," said Lieutenant Robert G. Sellers with the Ohio State. Highway Patrol, and you see,
0: and we'll talk about the scene here in a second. But I just want to finish up. We were talking about ELDs. That cop just made a statement. I wish drivers would plan their trip. Right? Their drivers ain't planning their trip. Dispatch is planning their trip. And once that log starts, it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is really the big argument that drivers have right now with the ELDs. Once you're, once you clock in, you have fourteen hours to run. 10 and a half or 11 hours. That's mm-hmm. what you get. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, when a, when a cop says, I wish drivers would start planning their trips better, that's a, for, there's so much against the driver there. First off, he has, an, he has a pickup time, and then he has to be there by the next day. So he ain't planning the trip, basically. It's being planned for him, right. okay? for, for number one. And number two, when you have to clock in and you have to f- rush to beat that clock, okay i got to get my hours in or i'm screwed okay there's and 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 then on top of that because of the elds in the last couple years it has created a cluster in the parking areas mm-hmm. this is another thing that they're not realizing by three uh, drivers tell me all the time by 3 or 4 o'clock truck stops are just backed up why do you think people now you'd never think that they'd be able to sell parking spaces in a truck stop they all charge now, and they have this call ahead and reserve your parking spot for for. I mean, in fact, to be honest with you. Now that's another cost truckers are yeah, incurring. Yeah,
1: that's ridiculous. I've never seen something so it is, it is, is so very, ridiculous.
0: There should be. I'm gonna tell you. I've told you this before. Every city, every town, every county has land that is their property that uh, that sits and does absolutely nothing. They should be. They should be obligated. And this is me not being a socialist. I'm not saying somebody should pay for it, but I am saying this: if you're you pay for rest areas because you want to welcome people and make them all pretty and spend millions of dollars on your rest areas in each state and off the interstates because you want to give people a rest, right? Well, why wouldn't you want to do that? For the goods that are being delivered into your county and your town and your state. Why wouldn't you? You should be obligated to provide free parking for these these drivers. 100%, I 100% advocate that. No, I agree. So, this is my point. Here you got a trooper that doesn't even understand when he makes that statement. And and I'm not making fun of the trooper either. Mm -hmm. I'm not knocking him because he doesn't know that truckers really don't have the ability to 100 I mean you can semi plan your trip but if, if you're against the, if you're racing a clock that started and doesn't stop and you have a, an appointment time you got to meet and you have an appointment pickup you got to meet okay mm-hmm. and you're trying to race and beat the other drivers to get your parking space guess what there ain't not much planning around you. You're no,
1: these, especially when you're hitting, you're hitting lunch traffics, maybe accidents and all that other stuff that figures into all of it.
0: it. yeah These drivers are getting their butts kicked to to beat the clock. They, they thought that these ELDs would be a great thing, and they can be a great thing if you, this again, I'm going to say it again, if you just give the power to the driver, you have a satellite that's being recorded. It cannot be erased no matter what you think. And guess what? All you can do there is... Say okay, driver. Now we're gonna put this back in your hands. The clock will tell you if you have enough drive time. You you're you're tired. You want to pull in. You want to sleep. If you wanna if you wanna drive for four or eight hours and then take a nap and then drive, you know, four hours later and 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 start parking at seven eight o'clock at night. All drivers then would start. You distributing
1: know, their time it, more allotted.
0: good word distributing that it would it would equal back out and and people would be coming and going from the truck stops instead of all hurting in mm-hmm. by three four o'clock in the afternoon or a you know this is what drivers are telling me okay no, so it's agreeable. that's my point and i'm gonna tell you something i watched the video of this guy walking around talking to the cops at the scene and the cop even said and i didn't know this he said now this was Ohio, right? Mm-hmm. He said you can park on the ramp. This is exactly watch the video if you want. It's on CDL life. He said you can park on the ramp as long as it, there's there's no
1: sign. Right. That's what I just said.
0: So so yeah, exactly, you just read it too. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if that if that means on any ramp or just the ramp of the the rest area. I, I mean, That should be clarified before we tell drivers, go park says, or get on and get off ramps. It
1: read it, for emergency purposes, stopping on a ramp is an option, but only if no signs are posted prohibited parking.
0: Right. He just said ramp. He didn't say whether it's a ramp for the road he just said or ramps. coming in or get on ramp or a get off ramp. I really would love that clarified. I wonder if we could call the Ohio state police and get that clarified and maybe put it on our next pod if we can. Well, one of the pods are on the website.
1: Probably we could just go on to their, you know, Ohio.gov or something to that effect for the police department and ask them, them themselves. Yeah, you know, I might say it on there as far as their their highway regulations.
0: Because I know in certain states you park on ramps, you're getting ticketed. Okay, now, then again, it may be just like, like they're saying. No, if there's a sign, I'll
1: yes. Have their signs.
0: I mean, and I see every year, let me tell you something, every year Somebody runs into the back of a trucker off the side of the road, and, and God bless that guy. If you looked at that accident scene, I don't I don't know how he went in pretty far before he hit the trucker. It's not like the trucker was just off the interstate. It said
1: it, it said that he went off the. He went. It's right it on the said, ramp. Um, he went. He left the marked portion of the exit ramp. So he went off the lines. Like they had the two lines on either side of you that go oh, he, and mark it, and he went out of the lines. He just he
0: that that SUV he was in. It's it's you could see why he was killed. I mean, it was crushed, and and the trucker was parked on the left side. Of the ramp, not the right. Um, and there there was a sign, but the trooper did say, I don't think there was a sign. So the, they, they videoed the back of a sign, so I don't know what the back of that sign. That might have just been directing you or car versus or truck or like speed. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, with that being said, um, it's a, an interesting topic with the ELDs. If you can get that fixed, put that in the power of the driver, and then, you know start clarifying where these guys can and cannot park i think it would be great and you county states and cities i'm gonna tell you right now i'll say it again you guys should if you're if if you can spend millions of dollars on inviting and your tourists that are coming in and you're smiling at them with your palm trees and your big million dollar buildings that you put in these you see the? did you see the new uh, welcome center in florida coming down 95 you you were with me That thing is gorgeous.
1: Oh, all all welcome centers are beautiful. It
0: looks like when you pull in, you're going, man, I wouldn't mind camping here. It's so beautiful. I mean, inside there's like so much art and... They had mm-hmm. the big trees on the inside of the mm-hmm. of this rest area how much do you think they spent just welcoming tourists that are coming to spend money into their state yay let's let's really really set it up to where they're they're coming in we'll, we'll invest in our tourists why don't you invest in the goods the truckers are bringing that's and what helps bring the tourists right set up truck parking guys that's it's really not that hard to do you, Did you know my gosh this pods me so long did you know that yeah, because I'm not even halfway through. The city of Jacksonville is like a, supposed to be one of one of, if not the largest city in the United States, space-wise, land-wise. And when you're driving, when you're like a hundred miles from Jacksonville, it'll say city limits of Jacksonville on these little signs. I don't know if it's a hundred, but it's really far out, and it's nothing but woods. My gosh, how hard would it be for, for for those areas or for the governor of each state to go, okay, we're going to um, uh, mark this area right here, this area here, this area here, uh, coordinate it for truckers and truckers, no car parking, truckers only rest area or, or, or area so these guys can pull in before they make the delivery and get their proper sleep. I mean, come on, guys. If you can invest in all that other stuff, don't hand me the BS that okay, um, y- y- you know, you 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 can't and shouldn't have to do that.
1: That's bull. Quite cheerfully, you could put a fence up, and you can actually have a guard sitting there to make sure that everything goes right. And if the drivers do something, say um, I don't want to say illegal, but if they're doing stuff that's stupid, like dropping their trucker bombs or something to that effect, the the security guard can actually just snap a picture of the driver in the truck or something to that effect and and say, there's a fine. You need to pay that if you want to, you know, and make them responsible. They won't be as ignorant then. Well,
0: I, I don't say hire. See, now we start. Saying now we got to start paying guards. Let me tell no, you something. And it won't cost
1: if, much if you have one or two guards. No guards. Twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week. It's Zero. not going to cost that much. You, you spend more on other garbage. No throughout. guards. No guards. Well, then it's going to no, be trash because no, you're going to have too many drivers no, Ruth, then, being no you're, stupid.
0: Listen, it's, you're right. Truck drivers, and I'm going to say it, okay? Truckers have ruined themselves in many areas, and and again, I talk about the small percent of truckers that screw up the industry, you lazy asses that that piss in bottles and then throw them out. Remember the the uh, um, long-haul bandits? Mm-hmm. These guys will go in and literally get garbage bags and go in and clean up truck stops, and they videoed the one, I don't know where it was at, out in the Southwest somewhere, and they're filling garbage bags of, of piss bottles. Come on, guys. You guys are, and, and the 95% of you guys that are respectful get out take your garbage to the garbage can and you keep the industry great you'll pull over to help another driver you look when you're backing up you don't ride truck or uh, four wheelers asses you're not the you're not who I'm talking to right now I, you got to watch who you offend you know and i i can be offensive but and and i'm being really nice right now i'm just really talking to the 5% or the 1% or the 10% whatever it is that totally makes us look like crap and when when all the walmarts walmarts welcome truckers for years and now 90% of the walmarts are like no truck parking why because some of you dumbasses were changing your oil and leaving it there yeah you some of you guys pissing all over the parking lot and who the hell wants to smell piss okay when they're getting, you, you ever you were at truck stops right there and it stinks you know, that's lazy. I don't care if you drove 11 hours and you're tired. Well, then go home and quit your job. If you can't get out and, and treat your environment. You ever hear that expression, never crap where you eat? Yeah, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. That's, so th- this is what the small percent does. And I'm, we'll have a pot on that because I can really start ranting on. Oh,
1: really? You can?
0: We I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm it's, just... <laughs> it's that it's that small group that... No, I and agree. And so when you talk... And, and At first you're going, put guards in these rest areas that these, these states should be liable to have. And, and I'm thinking, what is she talking about? But then when you said about the piss bottles, I'm going, you know what? She's right. You okay. get yeah. you get a thousand truck parking space and you're going to start having that. But what if you had the... Ca- We're talking about Homburg cameras. If you had cameras all over the poles and... I would, be, I would be all for it. If you see a trucker that takes a leak, okay, and on that, you know, in that parking lot, and guess what? Fine him. And, and even though you can't find him, the fine goes to the trucking company. Guess what? It's going to say their trucking number. Company, trucking company should have a right to, to take that out of their pay to pay that fine. The trucking company should also have a right to put that on the guy's deck. If yeah. he's going to act like that. Because you're breaking company rules. And if I was a trucking company, I would have in the rules. And, of course, you're representing your trucking company when you're out there. My rule would be, no, no dropping piss bottles in parking lots. If you get put on video and a fine comes at his trucking company, I'm going to put it on your damn deck. I'm telling you, for the dirty ones, the lazy ones, and, and and you know what's sad? Some of them probably listen to our show and 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 are part of the show. And if you guys want to be a part of the great part of trucking then act like the great part of trucking. Don't be the whiny little bitch that pisses in a bottle and dumps it out a window or leaves it in the back. I mean, there's videos of guys shoveling McDonald's bags out of their truck in the back of a parking lot thinking that nobody's seeing and and, uh, 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 an army veteran walks up saying, you have a veteran on the side of your truck and you're dumping that crap out. I'm an army veteran and we'd never act like that. And the guy's like pulling the curtain over so you can't see his face. You know, it's guys like like that. That's who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, going back to the this parking area, cameras. Don't I, I wouldn't obligate these states, oh now you gotta hire people and man it. Well someone's still know. gotta
1: watch the cameras. I mean either way, someone's gonna have to be paid to do their that, that well, service.
0: You always bring up another point.
1: Okay, well, let's move this let's point move on. on because you've managed to take my whole pod up on discussing two topics. All right, we're <laughs> out of
0: here. You want to you you quit this one?
1: No, I have stuff to talk about. And if I don't, and we've done it before where I didn't get to well, finish it up. and we moved it.
0: You're making up for what we haven't done in the last couple weeks.
1: No, I couldn't even what do, do some of it. It's way too long ago. What do you got? Um, Shut up. So they, the the federal... Government, you know how we always kept saying that there is a driver shor- shortage. Oh yeah, um, that's funny, man. So don't give me that look and start going. Let me yeah. do my pod first. Go part. Ahead, do, it, do, it, do it. So they found out after tons of research, there's really not a driver shortage. It's Recording a driver that. shortage of, yeah. It's through the Bureau of Labor Statistics is who did this. It's not really a, a, a driver shortage. It's a shortage of qualified drivers, which we've always been saying, qualified drivers. And it says, as a whole, the market for the truck drivers appear to work as well as any other blue-collar labor market. And while it tends to be tight and imposes no constraints on the entry into or exit from the occupation, there, there, there is thus no reason to think that given sufficient time, driver supply should fail to respond to price-wage signals in the standard way. So it says then also that it contends is more driver retention rather than a shortfall of people willing to work as truck drivers and that it acknowledged that the market for drivers has been tight for decades but it says there's no evidence of a secular shortage referring to a shortage persisting long term as opposed to temporary and that it says one more time that it's um now i gotta get to it because it moved it says that there's um that it's the the American Trucking Association that it argued that it's that there is a press for it being a shortage of drivers, but it says that it's a misunderstanding that it's actually qualified drivers, and that that the restraint of the hold on, let me find it because it gave it gave all, everything that we've been saying. The
0: yeah, it's it's actually I actually wanted you to just use this as a teaser because we're gonna have a pot on this. This is. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, okay. This is what right. I, was trying I to, won't give the whole reasonings. Then I'll, leave, I'll right. stop so there.
0: Right. So this is going to be an upcoming pod, and it's kind of funny how you brought. Uh, you know, you 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 look up your newses, and and I can't fault you for bringing something like this in because it's it's an interesting story. But let's. I, I'm gonna leave that what you just read as a teaser. You have a group. Uh, the uh, American Trucking Association or whoever they are saying that there is absolutely no driver shortage and they go back to like the 1980s and they start quoting all kinds of stuff that it's been going on. And I'm going to tell you something. We're going to use that as a teaser to our pod that's going to be specifically for that because I think that's going to be a really interesting pod. And I'd like to get a guest on for that pod. Okay. Well, go on. What, what else you got in trucking? Watch for that pod coming up.
1: The, the tolls for, for tractors, mm. you read about that yet? No, I didn't. Okay, a lot of states right now are going through and they're putting up tolls that are strictly for trucks, just for semis. Right. To help bring back the highway funding. Sorry, I had a wiggle.
0: I know, but that wiggle is the chair going. Well,
1: I know, and it's my chair, and I need a new chair. Evidently, my cute little director chair is too squeaky because I squeak all the time in it because I move all the time.
0: We're going to call you squeaky. Squeaky. Squeak, squeak. Okay, so, so the tractor, they're doing this for tractor and trailer or just tractors? Is it just like a tractor? No, semi, toll?
1: completely. So, it, every, like, you know when you go down any toll road, right. it goes by axle and so forth. Well, that's the same concept. They're strictly for if you're... You know, before when you would pull over for a way station, you know, all trucks exiting. Well, this is going to be a, a specific lane just for tractor trailers. You're going to have to pull in and pay a specific toll. Only for you. Cars aren't getting told it, evidently. It's just for tractors to help bring back some of their funding for the highway.
0: What states are doing this?
1: Um, right now, Rhode Island is one of the biggest ones.
0: Stay out of Rhode Island. They're small but anyways. There, Don't even deliver nothing there. But there's
1: there. there's more. Oh, okay. There's like, they're, they're coming up, they said, um, he expected it to be like one every couple years or every year or so. Mm-hmm. Now it's like every few months, there's another toll coming up. And... The American Trucking Association actually agrees with it. Um, they just don't agree with certain parts of it. But what basically what's going on is they're the and OIDA, by the way, agrees with it. They need to come back because we're 140 billion or 140 million yeah, billion 140 billion in debt for the Highway Trust Fund to the Treasury because what happened was is the Treasury's been taking money from it. I guess that's what it read to me. But the, the highways aren't getting their funding like they should for everything else because they don't have the money anymore in it. And the way that they're trying to bring it back is tolling strictly these tractors so that they can start bringing it back to them. The other way that they are doing it was the fuel taxes, So they're increasing the fuel taxes and they're tolling strictly just tractor trailers. And they said, that's perfectly fine. You just got to do it wisely. So don't be surprised if you see more of them coming up.
0: See, to me, I think that's a lot of BS. And I was listening to a a radio show years ago about the GW Bridge and they had named, they actually read the rules for this GW Bridge back in when it was being built. It was going to be for, they were going to charge for the cost of it and and, um, and the building of it, which has been paid for decades and decades ago. And then they were asking, where does the money really go? Because when you, especially if you drive over the GW Bridge, it's got holes everywhere. It's a piece of junk, right? And it's like, where does all that toll money really go? Where does the taxes go and all the gas taxes and the fuel taxes that everybody's been paying? What do you think a 2290 is for? It's a heavy highway use tax. That's what um, all trucking companies pay that. Okay, for each plate, I guess, each truck has a $550 a year uh, amount of money that's paid for the heavy highway use. Mm-hmm. So all this money that's been sucked out of everybody, the consumer and everybody's pockets for years, you have to ask, where do they really allocate that? Where, where does that money go? Because it hasn't been really going for the road repairs like like
1: it's supposed to. No, it hasn't. And that's the thing that See, they're saying. That's
0: a bunch of crap. Tell them pay the damn money back instead of sucking it out of the trucking industry more. Uh, how about how about we collect it off the people that spent it?
1: It says since 2008 the highway trust fund has needed more than 140 billion in IOUs from the US Treasury to stave off insolvency. Yeah. The funds re- since when? revenues re- 08 The fund's revenue source per gallon tax on gasoline and diesel, which haven't been increased since 1993, has since been crippled by inflation and improvements in fuel efficiency.
0: That's kind of funny. Since 2008, which probably means
1: somebody was sucking money out of that fund. Yeah, you know who sucks the money out? The big guys. They want their their triple-digit really right. income coming in and they're taking it away from the, the roads and stuff. So, so was prior to 2008,
0: we the it wasn't it didn't have any IOUs in there. So in 2008, some uh regime or whatever the government whoever was in charge started sucking money out in 08 from the highway taxes. Like mean, this is crazy. This mm-hmm. is crazy. All right, you know what? Let's move on cuz I don't want to get to Nutty.
1: Nope. All right. There is. There was a he, some some big blitzes going on lately. Okay. But I want to read this one, only because it it, it the driver was just stupid. So no way. <laughs> a stupid trucker. I know. It, it, it's. I gotta, I gotta read it because just listening to what the guy did—he's is... on your side of the family. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. Okay. So, a trucker last week reportedly led police on a chase through three states after attempting to ram his truck into a Cincinnati police officer cruiser. The report states that trucker Tony Henson refused to stop after police tried to pull him over and attempted to ram the officer's car. He then fled south on I-471 into Kentucky, then onto I-275, where officers tried to use tire deflation devices, causing two front tires to deflate and fall off the rims. Henson eventually stopped and surrendered after crossing into Indiana. The report states, according to the Sheriff's Department statement, police found a digital scale... Metal bottle caps containing white residue, a baggie containing an unidentified white powder, sugar, seven hypodermic needles, and two He's glass diabetic. pipes in the truck. Okay, so I can explain those items. Henson was arrested and charged with resisting law enforcement and possessing drug paraphernalia in Indiana. He could also be charged in Ohio and Kentucky, because that's the three states. So yeah. then after that, again... Two men were arrested for 110 pounds of cocaine in their truck. I'm looking at this thinking, my gosh, are these drivers being that stupid that they're going to keep doing this? Because evidently, yes. They're businessmen. Then again, another driver found 40 pounds of meth in his cargo. He's an entrepreneur. (laughs) (laughs) Then again, five hidden immigrants in a cab of a truck. Ooh, Another one found one. three immigrants hiding along the shipment in his truck. Was this all in Texas or, what, or Arizona? California? Arizona and Texas. Wow. One, Guys, I'm telling the eight, you. The eight of them were in Laredo. The other the other one when it had the three of them was in um, Arizona. Hey, I wonder
0: if they ever catch Mexican truckers with American hideaways going, you know, trying to break no, into Mexico. No, but if,
1: I was reading an article where it <laughs> says that if you go into Mexico, you automatically, like if you go in there illegally, you automatically get thrown in jail.
0: Right. Okay. So I was actually trying to make a joke. I I don't know of any Americans that would jump in a Mexican truck and try to be a stowaway to to break into Mexico. But I guess maybe there are some.
1: I don't know. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I I, I guess I'm still dumbfounded on why a person... Now, some of them that are bringing the immigrants over are Mexican drivers Mm -hmm. coming from Mexico itself, like with produce. Mm -hmm. And that's where one of them was. But it's like, that's perfectly insane to... You know, if anything happened, the chances you're taking with those human lives is just I, – I guess I'm just
0: well, – so, so you get stu- surprised over stupid people. I mean, seriously, are you I, serious? I,
1: I, 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 I shouldn't be surprised over stupid people, but when I see something like this, you, we were discussing earlier about the truckers that are just –
0: bad. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You're, this is it. <laughs> you're surprised over guys that get caught with drugs, and like I said, they may be businessmen, you know. But then you're then you then you're surprised about some. Look, do you remember the trucker that um, I forget how many uh, uh, Mexican immigrants were killed in the back of that reefer? He was from Florida, and this dude, if you read about it, this is a guy that was just caught last year or the year before. It's all over the internet. You can find it. It's really easy. I mean, that guy's going to prison for a long time. He was a driving under suspended license. His whole career was in shambles. It's like just fly by night trucking companies. When you look at this guy, I was looking at his whole background, right? The guy's a total, total, uh, uh, I don't know what you would call him. I don't want to call him a loser, but. He's a, he's a guy that never played by the rules in his life ever, and now it caught up to him because, hey, I'll just put a bunch of Mexicans in the back of my truck, and uh, I'll go ahead and uh, get paid big bucks for it. And I, somewhere along the line, he got nervous and abandoned the truck or whatever happened, and they died. Okay, so, you know, you're killing human lives you're risking human lives and that's a lifetime remember we read that that's mm-hmm. a lifetime CDL suspension so you'll never drive a tractor trailer again legally in the United States not that they probably even care about the word legally
1: no but when it goes on your criminal re- cr- criminal <laughs> your criminal, criminal yeah your criminal record so even if you try and work for a company, you just knock down what kind of companies that you would be able to work for because they're going to pull it up and see that you're you're doing. They're not going to hire you. Exactly. You can't you can't and, get and a CDL.
0: Can't get a CDL, with Then.
1: You, well, it's not just that you can't get a CDL. I'm saying that just that. I mean, if you, okay, you some of these guys will say, oh, I'll get a job somewhere else. I won't. I won't be in the industry anymore. Okay, you want to not get on the CDL. And work for another company for
0: any company saying that's out of trucking. Yeah, once you see something like that on a record,
1: uh, you're uh, done. Companies nowadays are still pulling your criminal record. It doesn't matter. Walmart, you know, certain companies will pull criminal record on a person. But
0: here we go. Let's go back to what surprised you before. Do you think that they really care? Do you really think most of those guys work actually work for a living? They don't. If you you get
1: caught, you don't get paid anyway. So if you're going to try and smuggle all these people into the United States and get caught, you're not getting paid for that. So you just destroyed everything and lost money.
0: I've seen truckers that had 22 to 30 jobs in a two-year period. I know. Now, crazy. How crazy is that? You think about it. So what happens? They get a job. They get a couple paychecks. Then they go home, and they take a couple weeks off and do nothing. And then trucking companies are stupid enough to hire the guy when they see this gigantic pattern of guys, because they're so desperate to hire somebody, that, that they'll hire a guy that has absolutely no work ethic. And that's the same guy that's going to not care if he has a CDL. But
1: see, and, and companies are starting to get smarter. And no,
0: they're not. They're, no, they're not. No, they're not getting smarter. What do you think they're get? Why do you think they're getting smarter? They are not getting smarter. They're getting more desperate, but they're not getting smarter. That's. Let me tell you that right co- now. Th- that's that's called compromising, just to get your truck going down the road. There's some companies that won't do that. I'm not I'm saying, saying I'm, every I'm company. Saying some are. I'm talking about these smaller companies. Joe Blow trucking, one truck Chuck, trucking whatever you want to call them. These guys will hire anybody.
1: That's what I'm. I, see, when I said some are getting smarter, you argued with me, but I wasn't talking about little one Chuck truck. Chuck. Um, truck. Chuck. Yeah. It's Couldn't a get tongue it twister. Way. No, I've had a headache for two days. So just. Yeah. How'd you get the headache? Did I give it to you? Yeah. Did I?
0: Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. So anyways, bottom line with that is. Okay. And, and actually, you know what I would do want to say again, I'm, I'm in one of those moods where I want to make sure everybody, nobody gets offended because we got a lot of Spanish followers, a lot of guys from Mexico, awesome people. All right. And we, we don't want anybody to think that we're putting Mexico down in anyway. no, any way. We're talking about, in fact, I've talked to so many Mexican people that are here legally that really get pissed off when they see uh, a bunch of people wanting to come over here that didn't
1: come the way they had to come through all kind of paperwork. Well, they did it legally. They went through the tough part of it too. They don't feel like well, the, they, that someone else should get it through well, just as, you know, cheaper or, or they're right. just as insulted as, as any other person that is in the United States. Thank that you did for it. answering that for me. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome.
0: But I just wanted to let everybody know we're not in any way. We're just talking about the illegal stuff and, yeah. and the trucker it that goes... It doesn't matter
1: what your race or ethnicity is.
0: Right. And the trucker that goes... And and even listen, all you gotta do is consider something in your brain and you'll end up doing it. The trucker that starts considering, well look I make thirty five thousand dollars by picking up a load of people out here at the border, you know what? You're a fool. And and w- when you get caught, thirty-five or what I don't even care if it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That money is, you're too stupid to begin with the way you're running your life. That money's going to last about a week in your life, and you're going to be broke anyways. So the bottom line is, when you get caught, is it really worth going to prison for a long time? A long time, guys. A well, long not time.
1: only that, but like I said, if you get caught, you don't get the money. Long time. You just lost that money, so you just got caught. You didn't get the money that you thought you were going to get, and you just got a prison term. Bubba
0: Sam, me love you long time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Bubba's waiting for you. Me love you long time. Ah, uh, okay, all right. What do you got? Um,
1: there was a driver uh, about a week ago that was uh, crushed under his cargo. I seen that. Yeah. was it? So I just want to say, you know, to to everyone, if you could think about really watching how you unload when you're, especially if you're just giving a hand. Yeah. to someone that's supposed to be unloading your truck, be very careful because this driver was crushed underneath his steel because when he was helping them unload his cargo, it shifted, shifted off the forklift and enough. crushed him. That's crazy. So just be really careful, drivers. I mean, I know you know how to unload your, your, your tractors or your trailers. I know you know how to do all that, but if you're working with someone else, you've got to watch it because that person might not have the same worth ethics as you do and understand how to unload it. So if you feel very uncomfortable working with certain people, just don't, don't get involved in that. Watch yourself. Your safety is more important.
0: I know people that work on ships in the Gulf, big ships, Mm -hmm. and they stay out there for like 30 days at a time. And they'll tell you one of the dangerous jobs is the crane job where the guys... Loading the stuff onto the ship. Because what they do is they take supplies to the oil rigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when you got, like, pipe and, and steel coming in, you got to be the guy there to unstrap this stuff. And sometimes that strap breaks or something shifts and it falls. People get killed doing that. When I was a kid, my dad and my grandfather, you know, working around the garage, they taught me many things. And there's so many dangers in trucking, guys. And, like, you just brought up Ruthann. You're walking beside a a, a forklift, because I don't know exactly what happened. By the way, the trucking company was called Warner, but I don't know if it was the big Warner. It's
1: a, the Warner with the A.
0: No, yeah, big yeah. Warner's the E. Right. Okay, so the, it, was a, a, it was a flatbed company, obviously. They're, yeah,
1: in West Valley City.
0: And there they are, and you're, I don't know if you're walking alongside this, this forklift, and, and they got, I don't even know what the product was, but it was enough to crush this guy. He was pronounced dead at the scene, it said it. Actually, that's how he didn't even get to the hospital. Yeah, they were trying to free this guy, and and so it brings up a valid. There are steel beams. Oh God! So it brings up a valid conversation, and and really, when you think about it, it's not just unloading. Just you know how many truckers get back injuries and injuries just on flatbeds, tarping and untarping, get climbing in and out of the truck. Cab overs were really notorious for it because you had to climb up a ladder, you know. There are so many things around trucking that you don't take in consideration. And we'll probably have a safety episode, but I think we're getting late here. So, you got something else. Just drivers be careful when you're pulling in, especially you flatbedders, be careful.
1: I got one thing that I would like to uh uh, I'm going to actually have you put it on the site. Okay. It's, you know, my little weird fact thing.
0: Yeah. What do you got?
1: Highway hypnosis is a mental state where a person can drive a vehicle great distances responding to external events in, an ex- in the expected safe and correct manner with no recollection of having consciously done so. Partial or complete amnesia related to the time spent driving can develop in the driver.
0: I, I Do you know when I was a driver... I was a trucker. You used to call it road steer. Highway. High, what did I call it? Road steer. Road steer. Yeah, I would say, I would say and it's what's called highway, highway hypnosis. I, I'm, I guarantee there's truckers out there that can tell you, I just went 15 miles and I don't remember. I
1: have that happening on my way home from dance.
0: You're going, I, did I pay attention? Did I, did I pay attention? I'm just driving down the damn road and I can't, I, you know, cause like a lot of times you're on, you're watching your mirrors, you're, you're talking on the CB and you're doing your thing and your body's kind of like, like you just said, it just gets in like this autumn, automatic.
1: Like mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You're almost, it's almost fully automated, <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's a big conversation coming up on talk CDL by the way. But so there you are. And I couldn't tell you how many times i go. Gosh, I can't remember the last ten miles or the last fifty miles, and and I know that it was curvy, and I'm here, and I made it. Yeah, (laughs) and I
1: do that on the way home from dance. I'll be driving, and Becky and I can even be talking, and I'll be all of a sudden like, wow, I got like really, I just skipped like half the half the road. Like I went from from. There by mom and dad's all the way down to like our turn. I'm like, where did I do something wrong? Did I go through red lights? <laughs> I'm serious. No, it's, it's like, I, I, I'll be like, oh my gosh, what did I, you know, because I would just be paying attention because I look for the deer season. So I look for the little deers on the side of the road. So mm. I'm focused on, on. All safety, And I didn't pay attention to anything else. But, you know, good thing is, is Becca will holler at me. If I did something stupid, she'd say, mom. <laughs> now, but just imagine being a trucker and
0: mm-hmm. there you are all day long. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I used to, I used to get that all the time I, it, where you're going, I just, I, it, it, and it kind of makes you think like, wow, mm-hmm. like, it's like, there's a piece of my life. I can't even remember, you know, I was just, so you get like this daydream thing going on or whatever the case is, and your mind's so wrapped up in and, and thought that you can remember what you were thinking about. I can remember the little daydream of, okay, I was planning something in my head, and I was thinking about when I get home, I'm going to be doing this and going to do that, or whatever the case is, right? And then you say to yourself, but I don't remember the damn white lines on the road.
1: Yeah, I don't remember if I passed a car. I don't remember if I went through a red light. I don't remember even coming to a red light. So what did I do at that red light? Because I know the red light's there. Yeah.
0: No, and, and look, I... I've learned a lot in my years, and so I can't say that maybe every driver probably experiences that, but I would be willing to bet there's a lot that do.
1: I I think at one time in in a career, Mm -hmm. in a whole life of driving, that you experience it. You cannot say that you haven't. That's just like saying, oh, did you ever experience a deja vu moment type of thing? Everyone experiences something like that at one point. Whether you classified it as that, no, you might not have. You might have just said, wow, what happened there? You know?
0: You know what I like about your little tidbit thing? Like, I never heard of semi before until you brought, <laughs> you went and researched it. And it's like, now you got this other thing. It's called highway hypnosis. Hypnosis. And there's probably drivers out there going, that's true. I've heard of that before. But I never did. But, you know, but I like, like you said, I called it road steer, stare, mm. staring. Just like, I'm um, like, stare. your road stare. I mean, it's like, i was just staring away, you know, thinking. Mm-hmm. And then you're going, where the heck have I been? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, wow. It's like that moment when you come to yourself. You know what I mean? Like it, it, when, when the light bulb goes off, you know, or, or it turns on rather, not off. I guess it was off at the It m- was off at one point, honey. <laughs> when it turns back on, you're going, you're going, well, wait a second. What? Okay, I realize I'm here. I'm driving. My hands are on the steering wheel. Uh, okay. I mean, it's not that maybe in depth. But in a sense, it's that feeling you get of when you do, when that light bulb does come on and you're going, wow, that's
1: scary. It's when you're sitting at somewhere, whether it be a red light, and you're like, wow, what, what did I just, how did I get here again? Like Exactly. And you're looking at the clock then and you're like, huh, I know I left that place. And it's 20 minutes later, but I don't remember the last 20 minutes very clearly. Road mm-hmm. highway, Highway
0: hypnosis. Hypnosis. Guys, highway hypnosis. On that note, Ruth Ann, I don't even remember what we did on this pod. <laughs> I have podcast hypnosis. Peace. Peace. We're out of here. Praise the Lord.